Your coast-to-coast source for wedding planning and info is live. Live. The WeddingZilla Podcast. The WeddingZilla Podcast. Everything and everyone you need to hear while planning your wedding. Or even just thinking about it. The WeddingZilla Podcast. Featuring interviews and advice from some of the top professionals in the wedding industry. Connect. Facebook. Instagram. Connect on Facebook and Instagram. At The WeddingZilla. At The WeddingZilla. And even submit ideas for future episodes. Welcome to the Weddingzilla Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Weddingzilla Podcast. My name is Wyatt, coming to you from Southern California. And today I, I have a very, very special guest. I have Roman Zandi from uh, Zandi Entertainment out of Washington, D.C., coming off the All Star Comic Con. Uh, it was an amazing weekend. If you're following, uh, if you uh, follow Roman uh, on uh, Instagram or on social media, you'll see all his awesome pictures and posts. Roman, how you doing? I'm well. I'm alive. I'm happy to be here. Um, so thank you for I'm having sure you're me. You're tired. Wired. I'm exhausted. I had a um, great, busy uh, second annual All Star Comic Con, uh, and just went straight uh, back into the office today, uh, doing a lot of. Um, admin and prep work now i you know i don't know that much about what is that so all star i mean in the world of um it's basically like pop culture you know with around the country there is a bunch of different comic cons and everybody's a little bit different like you might heard like magfest or san diego uh comic con which is like the big ones um but this one is called All Star Comic Con, and it's basically a local-driven comic uh, con uh, for people in Northern Virginia. And it's really uh, family-based, really small, um, more about community. Uh, but it's a lot of fun where uh, they have really cool after parties, you know, uh, on the different days. Uh, and this year they had a VIP 80s, 90s gala on Friday night, and then Saturday they had their official uh, all-star uh, Comic-Con official after party uh, with uh, a cover band uh, with um, Tim Capello, who's like a saxophonist uh, from the movie Lost Boys. And they had uh, Danny Boy O'Connor from House of Pain jump around the classic uh, song, actually hosting the after party with me uh, while I headlined. So it, it's a really cool event. It's really fun. Wow, sounds like a pretty big deal here. Okay, all right, all right. It was. So, uh, all right, so uh, Roman, you have a topic for today, so uh, I'll let you get into it. Cool. So uh, today I want to talk about, um, you know, for all of our couples who are listening on here, and not just um, DJ specific, you know, or hiring entertainers, uh, but the overall, the overall general experience of looking for your vendors and working with your vendors um and something that you know i'm been really passionate about in the last one to two years in my company my approach is educating the community about versus a personal experience versus a transactional experience and i really want to explain the difference uh between the both and what you know, I've been seeing from a vendor perspective of working with other vendors and how these other vendors have been treating uh, couples. And ultimately, it's not the way I do business, but uh, but definitely giving some insight on what it means to have a personal experience, you know, 
versus a transactional experience, you know, as you're searching for different vendors to work with for your wedding. Right. And we kind of talked about a little bit before, and I think this is actually a great topic because I think we're kind of, we, we have different opinions about the subject. So uh, we'll go ahead and let you uh, start off. Awesome. So my biggest thing, uh, my biggest pet peeve, you know, in the industry has always been, you know, working with vendors who, for them, it's all about getting through the day. It's like setting up the timeline. And this majority of what I've seen uh, with this pet peeve is with wedding planners, uh, to be honest, and planners who are just hired on to just get through the day, uh, but not really understanding you know, the client's vision and how they want to feel. And what I've seen is they just, it's all about getting through the day, one event to another. It's about rushing the event. Like, all right, let's go to the next event. All right, here's cake cutting. All right, here's toast. Here's this and that. And I think it's really important to be on time. But the job of any vendor you know, and this is not just the wedding planners that I've seen, but I've seen this with a lot of other vendors. The job of any professional wedding vendor is to create this atmosphere with what it, with their role that's ultimately allowing the couple to sit back and really enjoy the moment. And it's not about going through the movements, but it's allowing your couple to really embark on being in the present moment and really slowing down the time, you know, and not just going through the movements of really slowing down the time and being in the moment and enjoying it all because it does go so quick. And most people are about just getting through a timeline and, you know, how do we get to the end? But not really, not too many people talk about, well, how do we slow this process down? How do we get somebody to enjoy the moment and slow down the time so that they're really taking everything in, basically? Well, I kind of agree with you so far because, I mean, you're right. I mean, some planners, I mean, they, they book or, or I, and I shouldn't say just planners. I feel like I'm always picking on wedding planners. Um, <laughs> Me too. But, 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 uh, I mean, even caterers sometimes will even do this too, or, or even banquet halls. And it's because they want to book all their stuff up front and get it all out of the way so they can start sending people home and, 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 and start packing up sooner. Um, cause you know, typically they have a lot of stuff to pack up too, but so do we. And I, 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 I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I think that sometimes there's things that need to be spaced out and yes, we have a timeline, but you know, at, at some point you, the timeline is just a guide line not a you know you know iron clad it has to happen exactly at seven o'clock i mean seven ish or around ish or you know you let the couple know i mean maybe they're they're enjoying themselves and why would you want to pull them off the dance floor or they're you know with different people i mean it's just i think that's kind of where you're going with this correct yeah no i definitely am going this is where i'm going with it uh, I think the biggest issue why it is that I, I think it's it, I think it's a bigger issue than most people see it, or and, and I think a lot of people don't understand how to get there. How do you 
how do you get from just providing a transaction, but but to really providing a personal experience, uh, you know, to your couple, and you know, for all our couples that are listening out here, um, this will really give you a, an insight on how to really search for d- different vendors, and obviously, um, everybody does it differently, you know. Uh, but this is my perspective of kind of being in the industry in, in what I want to give out to the couples and your, yourselves. Uh, and I think it's a bigger issue than just the day of. I think it, it starts out with that vendor. Um, and it's not just uh, their business vision, but I think it's a personal vision as well. Because kind of putting myself, kind of sharing my uh, my own perspective, you know, I've always lived my life one day at a time. And I've had that same approach with my business vision. So because I'm so passionate about what I do, you know, I don't treat this like a transaction. I really attempt to understand who who our couples are and what is their exact vision and how do they want to feel and how does this want to sound and because i have the respect in how i treat myself in my own life i I have that same mission statement basically for for my clients and my couples is is really taking their event one day at a time and i think a lot of vendors don't have a strong personal vision or business vision that's driving them to do what they want to do. And, you know, obviously being a smaller company, you know, we can definitely offer, definitely have that level of experience and that personal touch. Uh, but definitely even with, with the bigger companies and the companies that are doing multiple events, you know, in a day, I think as people grow, sometimes they, they lose touch of that personal experience uh, and they treat clients like a transaction. And part of my understanding of treating a client like a, you know, a transaction is really, I think people aren't asking the right, they're not taking the time to ask the right questions to really understand what is the exact vision that the client has for the wedding, whether they want to be in the moment you know, and enjoy it all, or let's say that the dinner is super important for them. They want to have a long dinner or they want to upbeat dance for dance party with all of their friends and their family, um, from out of town and, and local and everybody's vision is different. And I think it just starts with, you know, why asking a simple question, like what is the exact vision for everybody? How do you want it to feel? And when you, when you're walking away that eat that evening, that night from your wedding, what memories do you want to leave away with? You know, I, I, I understand that, but I guess where I get kind of a little tangled up because, you know, I truly care about my couples that I, that I, that I've been blessed to, uh, to work with. And I, I'm so glad they selected me, you know, and I, I spent a ton of time trying to promote myself, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and believe it or not, they might not know this, but you know, I, we, you know, I practice with my assistant the week before, you know, I practicing their names, you know, I, I, you know, I'm stressing out usually the day of more than they probably know about because I really want it to be perfect. I really want it to be special for them. I really want to do a good job and those types of things. But I think when it starts out from the start of the transaction, 
I guess what it is is you know most couples when they send out you know an email or they or they go on the nod or wedding wire or Yelp or or however they get a hold of you, uh, it's usually typically you just get that one line, how much or you know I'm, I'm getting married on uh, such a day, you know you know how much and and it and to me it it is a transaction at that point because all they care about is how much and it's probably because they don't know what else to ask besides how much. And I guess what it is, is me as, and, and you as well, is we're trying to create a vision, if you will. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like I had a client that, that emailed me over the weekend and she she loved my reviews. She said she loved my, you know, the, my reviews on The Knot. She loved my reviews on Wedding Wire. So I know that she kind of, she Googled me, if you will. And, and she was ready to book. I didn't even have a conversation with her, you know, and I started at, you know, and I, and I, and again, I try to trade, you know, the venue that she's working at. I'm kind of a little stickler about who my wedding planner is going to be because I've worked there with a, you know, excuse me, but a, a crappy wedding planner, uh, or, or I could say a, uh, you know, a, a person that I, I, I don't understand how the, the level of entry is so low for wedding planners, but they are. Um, and I think there's some wedding planners out there would agree. And again, I'm not trying to, you know, bash wedding planners because DJs are in the same, (laughs) obviously in the same bucket too, as well. I mean, there's some stuff that's like, really, but, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, sometimes I think it starts with the client of how much they want to share with us because there is things that we can do. Cause I, I mean, there's times I'm going through the, 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 you know, the, the wedding and I'm like, man, if I would have known they were doing that, I could have done, I could have suggested this, or I could have done this, or I could have done this. But I think it depends on the client on how much they want to share with us. And I think it's almost like, I think for some clients, they think shopping for wedding vendors is like shopping for furniture or shop or, or shopping for a TV or shopping. I mean, Oh, well this guy is this price and you're this price. So you know, uh, you know, can you match that price? Well, wait a minute. We're not the same. I mean, sure. Roman is, does a completely different, I mean, I shouldn't say completely different, but <laughs> Roman has a different, uh, a, a, di- a different way of doing a wedding than Wyatt has. Doing sure. Wedding, right. You know, and there's certain strengths that Roman has that I don't have. And there's certain th- strengths that I have that Roman doesn't have. Mm-hmm. So really it comes down to is what's the best fit for you. But again, I think our clients or people, you know, couples looking for, you know, they don't, I, I think they're, they don't take the time to, to, to start that process. And then I think once you book them, I think you do a great job because I've seen you in action. I've seen, uh, you know, I've shot video for you actually, and we did video testimonials and I know your clients love you afterwards. And I guess sometimes I also kind of get a little, you know, and, and this is on my side that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how friendly to be with a client or not be with a client because, you know, you don't want to mess up, I guess, the, you know, the, the client, you know, you know, the, the, you know, mess things up, I guess, if, if you the, will. The, the professional line, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I mean, you, you give some really valid points and, and I respect, you know, where your mind is at. Um, and, and I think it's all about education, Why? You know, I, I know we're definitely taking this conversation uh, another route and we'll definitely come back to what we're uh, talking about. But, I, you know, I think this is important because I think, um, you know, for all of our couples who are here, you know, and getting some, some real insight, you know, on our industry, um, I think it's really important because it's a bigger problem than most people talking about in my honest opinion, because 
you know, that question of price. I mean, I mean, you think about it, like, you know, if you're trying to hire, you know, a plumber to fix your, your toilet, you're going to ask what's how much, right? So what is the difference between a, a client looking for a DJ? They never shop for a DJ and you know how much, right? But it's our, it's our, we have to take ownership and responsibility for every single thing in our business. And part of that process is, is being able to, how do you develop a connection, you know, with our couples and how do you create this personalized experience? Uh, and, and part of that is, you know, how do you follow up? Do you just give pricing right away? Um, you know, are you able to get on a phone call and, and learn more about them? You know, f- for myself, why? I mean, I don't give pricing right away anymore. You know, we we basically have phone calls with our, our couples. Uh, and there's a way of how we can get them on the phone, you know, right away, you know, on how we follow up on our email and the verbiage that we use. And it's really important that, you know, we're able to get on that initial phone call to understand their needs and their wants. So this goes back to the overall picture of like personal experience versus transactional experience. And when we're talking right, about- Right, but then I think about how I shop though. And if, you know, if I'm like, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm looking at buying a home, you know, and, you know, I, I, I just want- there's certain information I want. I don't, I mean, I, sometimes I guess maybe, you know, I just tell me how much so I can budget whatever I need to know if I even need to even waste my time to start talking to you, you know? And I guess, so when people don't not upfront with me with price, that turns me off as, as, as a consumer. So I guess I, I, I do, I, I immediately, Hey, this is my price. You know, is this within your range? Now, mind you, if, Right. If we had a conversation, could I adjust my price maybe a little bit depending on what you want to do? Absolutely, I could do that. But again, it depends on what level of service you're looking to do. You know, and I know like for instance, I think you you're you pretty much have one standard level of service. You know, out here in Southern California, I feel like my market demands a little bit adjustment occasionally here and there. So, but but again, I I'm not going to I guess every every wedding I do, it's really important to me that the satisfaction level is. So I'm not going to take on a job that I don't believe that I can knock it out of the park and get a five-star review. Sure. Um, you know, and, and I, and I agree with you. Um, you know, I, I had a wedding where, uh, recently, um, you know, that had a couple that was more demanding in the workload, you know, and ultimately I gave it my 150%, uh, and, and I actually got an email back, uh, for the first time, uh, of some feedback, you know, and obviously they're going to leave me a five-star review, but I got an email back with, um, you know, some review, uh, with some feedback basically. And ultimately I gave my 150%. It was a very type A couple and I'm very type A, but I've also learned there's only so much you can do, um, you know, with that personal experience, you get, you give it your all, but I also think about that question of like, you know, what is the price? I think a couple of different ways to get to that personal experience is, you know, number one, you're, you're putting your pricing on your web, you're putting a starting range on your website. So you're, you're weeding out the people who may not be a good fit for you. Uh, but number two, it's, I think it's the approach, you know, it, it's like, how do you convey your, your worth and how do you educate your clientele? not really educate, but inform them and develop a a connection with them. 
Uh, and I think part of that is is the sales process, to be honest with you, Wyatt, uh, of how people do their sales process. You know, for me, when I get on phone calls with clients, I mean, I, I at this point, I don't send pricing until after I've had a phone call with you. I won't do it because I can't understand your needs and your wants. And it's really important. Obviously, price is a big factor in this, but your wedding only happens once. And it's really important that the vendors you hire understand your vision to a T, right? And you can't do that by just giving price right away. You have to really understand somebody's needs and wants. You know, I think the way business is done now is everybody wants to get pricing to couples right away, which I I actually don't agree with on because recently I changed up my whole method of how I'm running my business. And it's more about providing this custom experience. And it's definitely shifted my mindset of, you know, when you think about this ex- this personal experience with, with clientele, you have to really understand their needs and their wants. And you can't just give pricing right away. And part of that is being able to develop. I mean, I think the biggest, your, your first biggest task you know when you're on a phone call or in a, or in a meeting is to develop a connection with the couple right away and sometimes we're so driven to be professional and professional that we f- we forget to showcase our personalities and our human factor of who we are and and people want to relate to you they they want that people want how can you understand somebody's vit this all goes back to this whole transactional versus personal experience. How can you how can you develop a level? How can you offer a personal experience to a couple when you're not developing a connection with them to understand their vision fully? And if you're too professional, you're too afraid of developing a, a personal connection. You won't really understand their vision to T. You know. Um, and that's always been my my approach is that I mean I love what I do but it's it's a different way of thinking a different approach and, and your approach definitely works and there's nothing wrong with that um well, but I, I agree th- with I, I I agree with you and I think it comes down to couples when they shop for you know their wedding vendors in general and this is the the, the pro tip coming out mm-hmm. is uh you know you're hiring a service okay so typically, when you have someone work on your vehicle, it's usually a service. When you and have I, someone, and I, and I disagree with that. I don't. You think do. You're, I don't think you're hiring your service. I think you're you're looking for an experience. And the and sorry to cut you off, Wyatt, uh, but I think this is good because we have two different perspectives. Is it's not just a service anymore. With the way we, the way the the way the industry is changing, the way businesses. People want to work with a brand, right? And when you think about a brand, there's a level of expectancy, there's a level of expectation, right, that you're looking for. And part of a brand is having an experience. It's not just a service anymore, but when you're offering an experience, you think about, okay, what, you know, how does my digital storefront, you know, look? How's my social media with my website, with my reviews, with my videos, with my testimonials? Is all that cohesive and, you know, um, is all that cohesive 
you know, and uh, put it in the right order and manner based on my overall brand and who I want to work with, right? And consistent, basically. That's the word I was looking for. I couldn't, I couldn't think of it. Um, right, but I think, I mean, like, what, what am I selling? I'm selling entertainment. You're selling entertainment. What is a wedding planner selling? A wedding planner is, is a wedding planner selling an experience or is she selling a service? An experience. Uh, no, obviously, look, you, you're providing a service, but it's the it's the mindset behind that. I'm, I can't sit here and change your mind, right? Uh, you have to. Well, no, I, I I kind of agree with what you're saying. Experience, you're right, absolutely. I mean, the lights. The, I mean, it's all appeals to all the senses. I mean, the smell, the smell of the food. It could be the visual. It could be you know, uh, uh, you know, the, the taste, I mean, it's, it's all those different senses. And when all those senses are together, it forms a, what an experience. Sure. But what about the emotional experience? Have you ever thought about that? Well, absolutely. And I think part of my job as an MC or as a DJ is to create those experiences or create those moments, if you will. Uh, or, or in some cases, sometimes I don't have to create anything. Maybe it's just enhance those moments, but what about but but not just the wedding, but the overall process. Have you ever thought? And I, and I think you're kind of right. I mean, I think there's a lot of people in it, you know, that it, it, it is really, it's just, okay, this is just another wedding. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. Check, check, check. Here we go. Sure. So, you know, so going back to that, you know, I, 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 I totally respect your mindset, but I think the way the way business is shifting that people want to work with a brand. They, they, they want to have an experience. Uh, and th- ultimately that's what I want to do. Right. And that's why I'm so consistent and cohesive with how I think my, how I run my business and how I do all my branding um, is that I want to work with people who want an experience. And ultimately I put out what I attract. Um, but it, in my honest opinion, I, I think people are looking for an experience and not just, um, a service anymore. Um, and obviously there are people who are looking for a service and and you make a very valid point because there are people who don't know what they want. They don't know. Um, they're just asking price, but it is also our responsibility as vendors to help our couples figure out what their vision is. And sometimes they don't know exactly what that feels like, what that sounds like, what that looks like. And it's our job and our responsibility, our moral responsibility to ask them the right questions and understand who their personalities are, right? Who, you know, what makes them tick? What are their characteristics? Are they very upfront? Do they want direct answers? Do they want more detail? Are they more laid back? And it's our job to understand how their personalities are. Because if we don't understand that first, how are you able to connect with them if we can't communicate with them properly? And then from there, it's being able to sit back and visualize who they are in their vision. And then also, maybe they don't have a vision and give them different options to think about. You know, and, and all of that, my my honest opinion, you know, goes into the overall process of this personal experience versus this transactional experience. The transactional experience is you think it you think of it as a, a just a service, or you're treated like it's just a service, which you can have a a A plus service, you know, and I think that's fantastic. Like I, you know, when I get my oil oil change, I mean there are, I have two different places I go to. One's more of an experience. One's more like a service. The other place I walk in has has a 
has a lounge and, and, and charging cables and snacks, all these things, right? Because they've thought about how they want you to feel when you're in there, right? The overall experience of right, getting Right, but I origin. think it's a little different. I guess when I was and in obviously down it's, a, the, it's a little different. It's a totally different comparison. Well, I, I think an oil change is a bad example. I guess what I'm trying to say yeah, is if I bring my car to the auto me- – if I take my car to the auto mechanic and it's broken, it comes in you know, on the hook – and you know, well, how much is it going to cost? Well, I don't know. I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> You're right. That, you that's, that's probably a bad example. Um, well, so, so I guess, right. So I guess what I'm saying is, is you know, couples are you know, how much is my, how much is a DJ for my wedding? Well, well, sh- well, shit. I don't know. I mean, what do you want? I mean, I, we haven't even talked about music. We haven't talked about is the ceremony at the same place? Are we, you know, what is it that you do? You want lights? You don't want lights? Are we doing photo booth? I mean, what what do you want with the photo booth? Do you want a nice custom backdrop? I mean, do you want edits? Do you want to do a separate song for each person coming out? I mean, uh, it, it, you know, how extravagant do you want it to be? And I guess that kind of builds up into that experience. So when you're at when a couple you know sends a note and says how much? Well, yeah, I got on my website on, I got on the knot, the wedding wire, the knot everywhere. In fact, I even have a link to my pricing that nobody ever clicks on, on my website hmm. that it, it takes you right to my pricing pages, but yet I still get emails that says how much. So I guess what it is, is when you're digging in as couples, I mean, really like Roman says, you're hiring, you're, you know, you're hiring a experience or you possibly, maybe you're, you know, you're a type personality. Maybe you're just, you know, it's a, just a service to you. And again, there's different levels. So, I mean, obviously you have, you know, the less you spend, the, the, the more of a service or a product or, you know, just music it is. And then obviously the more money you spend in, in most cases, I shouldn't say all cases, but in most cases you're hiring talent, you're, you're hiring an experience. And I, and I agree with that, that notion, but I feel like since we've dipped into the the whole social media, the whole, you know, like mm-hmm. my face-to-face meetings with my clients are much less. Do I still offer face-to-face meetings with all my clients? Absolutely. Do I prefer a face-to-face meeting with my client? Yes, because guess what? Just like you said, I get to see body language. I get sure. to see. And I don't you know, I, actually. What? I don't because I prefer a phone call. That's because – I think a phone call is a great start because of, of schedule wise um, to develop that 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 initial connection. I feel like if couples need uh, a second meeting to meet in person, um, that's where we will have a second meeting with you. Um, well, I always have a meeting. I always have a planning meeting, and then again, in well, not that the meeting, planning meeting, just initial the initial meeting. Right, right, and I, and most of my time it is a phone call because of, of schedules, meetings. You know, it, it's easier for the you know for the couples. Sure. And, and granted, yeah, it is easier for me too because I don't have to meet you someplace and die sure. of traffic, and especially there in DC. Oh my goodness! So oh, yeah, you know. But uh, I, I guess what it is is I feel like sometimes. I mean, I have personally when it, and again, I'm speaking with the area that I'm in. Sure, you know. Uh, I feel like I have more couples nowadays that just send me a note how much and I never hear from them again. You know what I mean? Even though it says everywhere, hey, we can customize a package. We can do this. I would be more than happy to do a phone call. 
you know, but for some reason it's like they're just shopping. And again, I think it's because they don't know any better because they you know how many times does someone get married in a lifetime? Typically once, maybe twice, mm-hmm. maybe three times, depending on who you are. But most of the time you're getting married once and this is your first time because most of our couples are young. Mm-hmm. And I mean, besides the internet and the blogs you read, you know, or I mean, maybe hopefully maybe you're listening to this podcast saying, oh yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I should be, you know, talking and, and it goes with wedding planners. I mean, the wedding planner, I, you know, I recommend and I love, I mean, I think she's amazing. I think she customizes things for you. I think she takes a lot of the worry away from your day so you can enjoy your day. Right. Um, and, and I think that's what they should do. And I, and she also doesn't rush things. If the dance floor is happening and they're on the dance floor, just because it's eight o'clock, she's not pulling the couple off the dance floor to do cake cutting. So I, 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 she takes that into account because she's a pro. So, um, I think that's kind mm-hmm. of a difference. Now go, going back to, I know we kind of started out with, you know, at least I kind of started out with the, the beginning, uh, I guess of your transaction, but during the day, I think you were trying to do more, maybe the bigger picture of the event. Is that sound about right? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's two parts to it. Why? I think it's, no, I think, I think it's four parts to it, to be honest with you. I think it's before the phone call or before they initially reach out, before you guys reach out to us, right? Um, it's putting the right information out on your digital storefront, like your social media, your website, your blogs, your videos, that you couples have the ability to develop this natural connection, you know, and also get an idea of what is the experience like, right? And then you move forward to step two. You send out a email. You know, you want more information on pricing, or you want to set up a phone call. You want more information and packages, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then from there, it's the job of it. And you know, and it's fine to ask for pricing. There, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But it's how does your vendor maneuver? The, the pricing question into a conversation that's a deeper conversation to really understand your needs and wants. And I've been successfully why being been able to change my method in how I speak with couples to really understand their, their, their vision at a deeper level before I would send pricing right away after a few questions. Now I I'm getting on phone calls with them right away after the first email. Uh, and part of that is a verbiage that I, I have in my, my email that, signifies to them that hey i want to give you pricing and i respect your your question but before i can do that i want to understand the qualities that you're looking for in your dj and the overall experience right and after that i'll send you a customized proposal and during that initial call you know or that meeting you know it's we're not even talking about music first we're just getting to know each other what they do for a living and etc etc so i think that second part and that initial console is really important to understand the needs and wants of of the client how do they want to feel in the wedding you know what memories do they want to walk away with you know and everybody has different questions that makes them excited these are the questions that make me excited to learn more about them but then the third part is all right how are you keeping in touch with these people are you adding them on social media are you watching are you liking their post and are you friends with them on facebook are you having an automatic email responder sending out with different content and different ideas um you know and 
moving forward to the fourth part is the day of execution. And I think everybody is different, you know, and how they develop this, this, how they provide this personal experience. But I think part of the personal experience is developing a connection. And when I walk into wedding day with my couples, like we're best friends. I mean, majority of the time we're 99 out of 10, we're, we're like best friends ready to go because I developed such a high level of personal experience. We've developed this amazing connection and rapport. And I know the living, excuse my language, the living shit out of their vision. I know exactly how they want their wedding to go. And it's kind of like I'm an extension of who they are the day of. Uh, so I think it's a four, it's a four part process, you know, and obviously the day of is number four of executing, which is like, that's the biggest thing. So then how do you, you know, I guess what advice would you, I get, fr- from our conversation here, I guess, what other additional advice would you give our couples for, you know, for looking for wedding vendors? Yeah. You know, um, really valid question. Um, I think the biggest thing to think about to all of our couples here listening to this podcast is there's nothing wrong to ask for price. Uh, but also think about your vision. Like, we know like your wedding is, 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 is very emotional and it's very important to you. Even though that sometimes you guys do ask us about price, you know, but we also know that you do, you, you do think about, you know, how they want to feel, but, but really think about your vision of like how you want your wedding to go. And that vision can be, you know, well, we, we really just want to make this wedding about, us and tell our story i had this great call with this couple yesterday and they told me that they want the wedding to they want their wedding to tell a story of who they were as a couple and i was like oh my god this is such an amazing vision I, I love it you know um but we really we encourage you to think about how is it that you want to feel on your wedding day right you know what's really important to you do you want the food to be on point? Whether you want the music to be a certain way, do you, you know what memories do you want to walk away with when you're leaving the night? You know, because at the end of the day, you want to put your vision on on a pedestal, you know, on the top of the mountain. And so, when you're having these conversations with these other with your potential vendors for your wedding, if they don't align with your end goal or your overall vision, then that person is not going to be a fit for you. If they can't take the time to understand or ask you the right questions to, un- to know more about yourself, then ultimately that person may not be the right fit for you. I think that's pretty solid. So you're saying develop deep. your vision. Develop <laughs> your vision. It is. It is. It sounds deep. But really, I mean, when, you know, you, you, I think some couples that maybe attack, you know, planning kind of like a task. But really what is it do you what is the overall outcome that you're looking for that night right and then once you figure out what are those things that are important to you then you stack everything else that's how you hire your wedding vendors right and i think you just said a really valid point some couples think of it as like a task but i think also why a lot of people are overwhelmed with the planning process and it's natural it's part of the process you're getting married for your for once, you know, knock on wood, um, but you're getting married once. So, 
you feel like there's a lot to do and you just get straight into it. But take a step back, right? This is your wedding. It's happening once. So, and I think they don't mean to, they're, they're not mean to just ask about prices. So obviously, there are some, to be honest with you, why? There are couples out there, nothing against, there are couples who are like this. There are people who are shoppers. And, and you know, that's totally fine. You know, maybe you don't value entertainment as much, you know, and that's totally fine. But I think there are some amazing couples out there, you know, who want an experience. But I also think that most people are so, they're overwhelmed with the process and they naturally just go and make it like a to-do list. But it's also the responsibility of us vendors to make you feel relaxed and take a step back with you. And give us the monkey. Give us the monkey, but also help you develop your vision and bring it to life. And sometimes you don't know what, what that is, like I was mentioning earlier. And that is a majority of the time I, I speak with couples and some know their vision. They're very to the T, like they know exactly what they want. And some don't. And, you know, the conversation starts off very dry and I can I can get them to a place of understanding their vision a little bit more. And some people are naturally dry as their that's their personality, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and they might end up booking you, you know, even though you may not think it's a, it was a fantastic call, but to them it was. Um, but most importantly, it's it's our job to help them slow down, even though that they may they treat this as some treat it more as a to do list, and it's overwhelming. They want to get through it. Uh-huh. But it's our job to help them slow down and to enjoy the experience. And you don't know how that feels until you make somebody feel a certain way. And this is going back to personal experience, transactional experience. It's not about a service. It's about how you make somebody feel. So would you say that part of the wedding experience doesn't really start – the night of the of the wedding it probably starts months in advance and instead of rushing through the experience of planning your wedding maybe it should be an experience or a, a maybe a, I, I mean, i'm say process but mm-hmm. but maybe you know maybe a, a you know i guess you're wordsmithing it with a you know with, with a experience but maybe people couple should take you know start a little earlier Make it a process and have milestones and make it a enjoyable experience. Hey, today we're gonna go do the, you know, so they make, you know, create, you know, moments during the planning process. I agree. Um, I don't I don't think it starts in there and the night of the wedding. Um I think it starts way beforehand, you know, with the initial consultation that sets up the precedence in the overall experience of the expectation they're going to, it sets up the expectations of the experience they're going to receive with that. Cause like I, I, I started thinking about all the cool photos that I get to see the, you know, the couples that take the photos before the wedding with their photographer, you know, and they, I mean, I would assume that's an experience. I mean, they look like they're having fun. Of course, I don't know if they're just faking the laughs or whatever, <laughs> but, but I, I know when me and my wife did our, 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 our shots, I felt like, uh, I felt like it was, I, I, I felt like I, I felt a, a good connection with my wife. It wasn't just a photographer, but it was also, it, it definitely was an experience. This is part of the, the wedding process. Yeah. Yeah. And for some people like, 
there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of influence um and what's the word called uh, a lot of uh advice and, and you know from friends and family but also a lot of you know you could say inspiration or intimidation of like oh we got engaged now let's plan our wedding and ultimately that does happen sometimes but how do we make people you know there's like this famous quote of like it's not what you do but it's like how you make people feel i can't think of it and i did a terrible terrible job at, at trying to reenact that quote um but i do agree it is how you make people feel and you you don't know you never know the experience or how you can impact somebody's life by just simply making them feel a certain way. And it's very, it's very deep uh, in the level of approach and thinking basically in how you provide your service and your experience. Absolutely. So Roman, how do they get a hold of you? Um, you can follow us. We are Zandy Entertainment on all social media channels. Uh, Z-A-N-D-I Entertainment. Uh, which you guys already know how to spell that. Um, and our website is www.zandyentertainment.com. Now, do you still uh, perform in clubs and stuff? Um, not necessarily. I'm still doing public events, uh, which like All-Star Comic Con this weekend was uh, a public event where I was performing on stage. It was more like a concert set, to be honest with you. Uh, but I'm still doing uh, public showcases here and there. But I also know you do like that Cinco de Mayo thing, right? Yeah, uh, I didn't do it this year, uh, but that's something I've done in the past. That's like a public kind of performance style kind got of it, gig. Got it, got it. So, so definitely, if people wanted to, to see you in public, you also have public events. You also do private events as well, and uh, not just weddings, but he does all kinds of uh, other types of events too as well. Uh, Roman, thank you for being on the wedding Zilla and uh, couples once again. Uh, drop us a line. Let us know if you have any questions, comments, uh, feel free to contact us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, contact us on our website. My name is white checking in from Southern California. I think we're out. The wedding Zilla podcast, everything and everyone you need to hear while planning your wedding. Tons of resources are on our website too. And you can submit ideas for future episodes. Visit the weddingzilla.com, the weddingzilla.com and stay connected. Stay connected on Facebook and Instagram at the weddingzilla at the weddingzilla, the weddingzilla podcast.